What's going on, guys? You're listening to 30 Minute Convo. A couple weeks ago, I posted something on Instagram. It was a post about Playboy Cardi, and I said buy or sell. And I had you guys in the comments kind of going back and forth about whether you would buy or sell his stock. If him as a person were to have a stock, meaning if you think if you would buy it, it means that you think that he's going to be better in the future than he is now. If you were to sell it, that would mean that you think he's going to fall off. So it basically works the same way as you would buy stocks in real life. Today we have a friend of the show on, Mario Nicoletto. We're going to discuss um, a couple of artists. We'll see how many we get to. And we're just going to refute who who the type of artists are that we think that we should buy their stock or sell. So Mario, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm doing good. So let's start off with Travis Scott. He obviously had... The album a couple years back in 2018 that did crazy numbers. He's been all over the media for other reasons and never anything negative. He's always in the media for positive reasons. Would you buy or sell his stock right now? As of right now, I'd probably buy Travis um, stock because it's been two years since he's put out an album. But pardon me, I think it's been one year, actually. It's been 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 about a year and a half, yeah. He has a kind of a quasi-militant, very cult-like fan base, and that's very good for an artist like him, kind of like X. So I definitely would um, buy more Trap Scott. Yeah, I would definitely agree with buying his stock. And it's interesting because I was thinking the same thing, kind of like the cult, the way that Playboy Cardi and X and Lil definitely. Uzi have their fan base. And I think his fan base is strong. I think his fan base is young. And I think they like him for all the right reasons. They don't like yeah. him for the extra stuff that he gets into, where you have guys like 6 9 where it's like you have kids that like him for all the extra shit and they don't like his music. And I also think beyond the fan point, he has that celebrity status and he knows how to step into the marketing portion because he was with Kylie Jenner. He knows how to get, like recently he was on the Fortnite game, which is a huge deal for a rapper to be on as much as people don't think so. Fortnite is bigger than a lot of these guys' personal brands. And so for him to step into that, for him to step into making shoes, making a clothing brand, I think all those things work out for him in a positive way as well. What would you say to that? I feel like um, he's doing the same thing that kind of Tyler, the creator, did because he's not creating one stream of income through you know, just making music, but now he's making, say, like, clothing lines. He's um, pretty much making a brand for himself, and I do think that him reaching out to his fans through things like Fortnite, which was really funny to watch, actually. Yeah. And it is, um, it's kind of an esoteric idea that not a lot of people can grasp, but it's, it's definitely a net benefit for Chap Scott. Yeah, definitely. And I think people like having the idea that he's not just a rapper and he does other things as well. Um, definitely. Let's get into the next artist, J.I.D. He's signed to Dreamville, which is J. Cole's um, J. Cole's part over there. And he's more of a fast rapper. So he's, he's a guy that doesn't get mainstreamed a lot because he raps fast, which isn't stuff that the popularity likes a lot of the time. It's more of music you'd listen to on your own, so you don't hear it on the radio and stuff. But he does make good music. Would you buy or sell his stock? I would actually buy more J.I.D. because I feel like the more that 
this is kind of a generational, generational, it's kind of a generational argument. I feel as if the more Kendrick Lamar puts out music, the more J. Cole puts out music, the less we kind of get into Playboy Cardi and Louis Vert. And now we have a larger uh, base of fans that want lyrical music, and that's exactly what J.I.D. has to offer. And um, I definitely think that within the next maybe three to four years, J.I.D. is going to be selling at stadiums. I would definitely agree with that. And I think the most impressive part, I would I would buy him as well. I think the most impressive part is he's done what he has done so far, even though to most people it hasn't been anything too major. He's done it all without that one album that really like killed it on the charts. So every yeah. every fan that he's ever grasped um, has just been kind of organic. And he has fans within the rap community, which is so important. The people that matter, like J. Cole is a genuine fan of him. Kendrick Lamar is a genuine fan of him. So when you have people that important actually liking your music and they know music so well, I think that speaks volume for that rapper as well. Definitely. All right, let's get into... Uh, Little Tekka, would you buy or sell him? New York artist, he's 16 or 17 years old now, just kind of stepping his feet into the game. What would you take on him? You know, honestly, Little Tekka, I don't have a whole lot of... I mean, I know Ransom, but I honestly would probably sell Little Tekka because he gained a lot of traction from... I believe the album was called uh, We Love You, Tekka. Yeah. And he had Love Me, Did It Again, Ransom, Ransom with the Juice World remix. And a lot of people who put out, I call it a clout album, because they put out like an 18 to 20 track album, and they have like a one, you know, massive feature on it. I think 6ix9ine did this. I think um, Blueface did this. They wind up burning out. I'm not saying he's going to burn out, but I don't think that he's going to be in this for the long haul. Yeah. Um, YNW Melly did this too. Mm-hmm. But I don't dislike his music. I just don't think that he's been marketing correctly. Because, um, yeah, I just think that if he doesn't reach out to people like J.I.D. has or like uh, J. Cole or like uh, Travis has, he's uh, not going to be doing too well over the next few years. Yeah, I mean, I agree with a lot of what you were saying, which is why I was kind of stuck on it. Because on one side of it, I feel like the New York wave, and I always consider the New York wave to be like, him, um, J.I., Little T.J., A. Boogie, like, I see them all coming in together. And for that reason, I feel like I would buy, but I'm not necessarily buying that his music will get better or that he will become more mature or anything as an artist because I don't see that capability in him the way that I saw in YBN Corday when he first started. And a lot of these guys, when they first started, you could see it right away if they have, like, an insane amount of talent. I see the little fanboy little Tekka fans, and I don't see the real like rapper little Tekka fans that often. Yeah. So I would buy his stock in terms of will he get more popular? Will he put out music that does better than what it has already? I think he will because I think the New York wave is going to take over the game at some point within the next couple of years, and he will get carried on that wave. So for that reason, I think I would buy it, but... I do agree with a lot of your points that I don't think his music will necessarily get better for any for any of the rest of his albums. There is one kind of anecdote that you can apply a little tech to, and that's uh, YB 
and uh, Namir. Yeah. He put out that one good song for, I think it was a year, and then he put out, um, it wasn't, it wasn't um, Rubbing Off the Pain. Oh no, what? He put out Rubbing Off the Pain mm. a year later, and then, I'm probably mispronouncing the song, but it's whatever. Um, and then he had, I think, double the amount of streams on every platform from his original song that blew him up. So Lil Tecca definitely has value, and he definitely has you know, authenticity within the industry. I just don't see him surpassing people who already have that same value, to uh, say it. Yeah. You know, like YK Osiris or YW Melly. For sure. I, yeah, I could definitely see where you're coming from with that. Um, let's move on to the next guy. This is a big. This is a big artist, Drake. He just put out a mixtape last week, and this is actually his first group of music. I just found this out right before I called you. This is his first group of music that he's put together. That's not a single. That is not expected to be number one at the end of the week. So I think that's an early indication of something to come. But what would you take of Drake by or so? You know, I. Not gonna lie, I have not heard the tape yet, or I have not heard the compilation yet, but sheerly going off what I know about Drake and the numbers that I'm looking at right now um, for Drake, because, I mean, this man gets billions and billions of um, plays. I think his collective, like, streaming numbers, it's somewhere, it's above how many humans live on the earth. Yeah. It's insane. And... I understand why people would be cynical or uh, skeptical, rather, about his new record because, uh, to be honest, his record uh, in 2016 was not that good. In 2018, pardon me, but um, I would I would buy a lot of Drake in terms of stock because I do think that we're moving farther away from the 2011-2013 Drake who would kind of be like that um matt matt candine type drake mm-hmm. and now we're coming more towards a drake who's found his you know who's found his own lane of sound i guess yeah and uh it's, it's very hard to explain but he's becoming more versatile and he's one of the artists where if you like him you like him and if you don't kick rocks yeah i mean i i think i would sell him on the sole fact that um First of all, before I even heard the news that this project won't go number one, which is concerning to me because this is a time in rap where you're not really competing with any of the heavyweights. So to not be going number one right now is concerning to me. Um, But the main reason why I say I would sell on Drake is because I felt like between this mixtape, throwing the features that he did on there, the type of music that he made, and... Between that and Tuesday Slide, the single that he came out with a couple weeks ago, I do, yes. I do feel like he's chasing something that he's not. And it did make me upset because I would never see someone like Kendrick or J. Cole or Kanye, some of the great artists that really established themselves in this game. I don't think I would ever see them do something like this, which was really shocking to me to see Drake really chase the route of like, I want to be on TikTok. I'm going to make a song purposely for TikTok. I'm going to get my views from young kids and try to just use the, the game of it all instead of making genuine good music. I think... For that reason, I think a lot of his core fans will start to lose respect for him because 
it was weird for me to see because Drake established such a big profile for himself to start chasing the game and try to start clout chasing at this point in his career just seems completely irrelevant for him to do. It seems like something that a guy like Blueface would do or something like 6ix9ine yeah. would do to come out with a single like that. What was your take on like him coming out with or even if whether you felt like he was chasing by doing that, but I, I definitely felt like he was. What was your take on that? Well, honestly, I don't think it's very fair to equate. I mean, a lot of people do it. I don't think it's very fair to equate Drake with Kendrick and J. Cole because a lot of people have a certain hierarchy uh, equated in rap music, and it goes the lyrical rap, the hip-hop, and the pop rap. And whether you subscribe to that hierarchy... That's a you know your prerogative, obviously. Yeah. But I tend to subscribe to the fact that Drake will always be a pop rapper, kind of like, say, like a Kevin Abstract or something. Yeah. Like a Mac Miller is a good example of that, I guess. Mm-hmm. And gets on I the radio like, and type of stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I feel like him capitalizing off of TikTok is not the worst thing in the world. I mean, I personally like the song, but um. It's just not great optics right now. To me, to me, he didn't need it. I don't feel like he's an artist that needed to do that, which is what makes me upset because when you, when you get to this stage in your career, you're supposed to become more genuine. You're not supposed to chase where the game is going at this point in your career. And it kind of, like an example of it is like, it's like, it's like taking a guy that gets every girl and then all of a sudden... He just chases that one girl, and it's like he looks stupid because that's literally the one girl that he can't get, and he could get any girl he wants, and he decides to go chase the one girl that he can't get. That's kind of like what this situation reminds me of. Like Drake is not that, and he is so many things. Like He is great at so many things. He's just not that 18-year-old gang member rapper that blows up on TikTok because of a weird song that he comes out with. That's just not what he is he's so many great things so it upsets me to see him try to be the one thing that he's really not because he can rap he can sing he is an icon so to see him try to do that was kind of weird yeah i mean i i generally agree with you there sure all right let's move on to uh tory lanes he came out with his last mixtape with this record label uh, a couple weeks back um new toronto three so now he's he's an independent artist um He's a veteran in the game. What would you take on him, by or so? As of right now, I mean, I, I, obviously, you know, this is all anecdotal, but I'm looking at the statistics, and most of his songs have peaked in 2019 to 2018, mm-hmm. but broke in a minute, peaked uh, 425, 2020, and stupid again, peaked 425, 2020. So, I mean, I'm kind of split, but. I would probably buy Tory Lanez simply going off the fact that he's now an independent artist, kind of like, um, I guess, if, if what I understand is correct, he's now a free agent. He's, he doesn't have like a, it's like the Frank Ocean situation, no record label, so he can put out as much as he wants. Yeah, he can put out whenever he wants now. And bear in mind, I'm not particularly um, well-versed with Tory, but I have heard a majority or a plurality of his music. And I definitely think that he has the ability to make very catchy melodies and songs, and that can benefit him in the long run a lot. So I would buy uh, Tory Lanez. 
Yeah, I would also buy on Tory Lanez. I think being um, an independent artist, I think what a lot of artists tend to do is when they can see the end of the tunnel in their record label and they make a hit song or a really good group of songs or they get a really good feature on a song, they hold it off so that they don't have to give it to that record label and they can, and they really feel like they got something in the tank. So for me, when you say he peaked in 2018 and 19 with his sales and things like that, I think that's a sign of him holding off his better music. I could be wrong, but I think it's a sign of him holding off his better music. In the la- I don't think it's a coincidence that the last year of this deal, he kind of fell off a little bit. And I could definitely see his next album doing crazy numbers. I think he has fans... Um, in both genders, I think he has fans in all races. I think he has fans in all age groups because he's just that talented between rapping and singing. I think he touches a lot of people in different ways. And I think when he breaks out of this record deal, which he has now, I think his next project, maybe next year or the year after, will probably be some of his best work in a while because I think he's been saving it. I, I pretty much agree, yeah. All right, so let's get into... The baby, he just came out with an album that a lot of people have been saying doesn't really sound like him. Um, I don't know your take on it, but um, a lot of people have been saying it doesn't sound like him. It's not good, or he's repetitive and things like that. He's come out with three albums within the past year and a half, which is which is a lot, and a, and a lot of singles in between. He's been kind of all over the place in the news and things like that. So, what would you take on him? So, I mean, a lot of people say that the baby. Is repetitive. He's kind of. Uh, I, I've heard some people say that he follows in the footsteps of TK and like all those like hype rappers. Mm-hmm. Um, I and Smoke Prep. I would have to concede at like some point, but I generally disagree. I'm fifty fifty on it. But one thing I do have to point out: the baby charted eighteen songs on the Hot 100 when he first released um, Kirk. And 13 of those 18 songs he charted were all from the album Kirk. Yeah, so that means people are still... I mean, Kirk was after people were already calling him repetitive. So, I mean, you're still buying his stuff after you think he's repetitive. I feel like if people think he's repetitive and they're still buying his stuff, you know, his formula must be working. And we can't act like there have not been and there are not. Uh, competitive, repetitive uh, rappers out there and singers out there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, honestly, uh, when it comes to DaBaby, I would probably buy DaBaby. Yeah, I think I think I would go the other way with it. I'm probably going to sell on DaBaby because I just think he's kind of hit his peak already. And what I saw from him the other day, I think, was a bad sign. He was explaining basically on Twitter and Instagram going on a whole rant about how People wanted him to change up the flow, and then he did it, or whatever happened, whatever the case was that he, I just feel like he's chasing what the fans yeah. want a little bit too much, and I think the true sign of somebody who has longevity and somebody who is great in the game for a long time, like I see signs of this with guys like Corday and A-Boogie and people like that, is they genuinely do not care what people are asking for. They still deliver, but they're not really caring what people are asking for, and they're putting out what they feel like is their best music, 
and they try to diversitize as much as they can what they do, but they stay within themselves and they do what they can. Um, I think when the baby starts to sing, it sounds really stupid, and I think he's gonna try to do. I think he's gonna try to do more of it when more people keep asking him to change up his flow. I think him. I don't think he has a great understanding of what changing up your flow means, because a lot of the times he's doing weird stuff in songs and he's trying to sing. And sometimes you don't have to change your voice necessarily or the beat to change up your flow. People just want to hear a different melody in a song. Or they want to hear different types of features or hear you with different types of, you know, things that you're doing in the song besides singing and just hard rapping kind of just like, you know how he raps. Just kind of like on like the end of the end of the sentence he'll rap the same word over and over again, things like that. So I, I see him chasing a little bit the same way I see Drake chasing. And I just don't see that style kind of working because I think a lot of these great artists, they know what they have to do and they have confidence in what they're going to do. And I think if he had a little bit more confidence in where he was going with this whole thing, I would have more faith in it. But the fact that he's trying to explain himself to people and he's trying to put out music that they want so quickly and things when I don't think he's ready to do it, that's why I would sell on him. All right, uh, let's move into... The other baby, little baby, he just dropped my turn too. Um, he dropped a deluxe a couple nights ago, actually, and um, he's one of my personal favorite artists. Would you take him buy or sell? I would buy little baby. I do think that. Uh, I believe that my turn uh, charted number one. Street gossip charted. These are his old old albums. Yeah. Trip harder. Street gossip and harder than ever charted at. Two, four, and three, all in 2018, and um, yeah, I mean, he has nothing but inertia going for him, man. I do think that when it comes to Lil Baby, I'm looking at his single statistics now. Like, he doesn't have a. Actually, he has like one song that's not in the top 100 uh, from his album My Turn. So I do think that numbers aren't destiny, but. If he continues on this path, and he is, you know, confident, like you said, and he pretty much carves out a authentic character for himself, because a lot of these rappers are, um, I hate to say it, but they're like um, cutouts of one another. Yeah, for sure. If he just makes a character himself, and it follows, you know, value, authenticity, and just providing, I think that he'll definitely be here in 10 years. So I'd, I'd buy them. Yeah. Um, the two the two main things that stuck out about what you just said was the inertia thing. I think that's a great way to describe him because he started and just completely snowball affected since he started his career. He has not slowed down for a second since he started, which is what makes it so impressive for him is a lot of guys jump out of the gates. Like we were talking about um, YB and Namir before. They jump out of the gates, two good songs, and then they fall off. He came right out of the gate, hit after hit after hit, albums doing numbers over and over and over again, and I think it just continues to snowball, and I see him getting a lot of respect from people within the rap game as well. Um, like Lil Wayne, he said that Lil Baby's his favorite rapper. Um, yeah. A lot of guys in New York feel that Lil Baby is the hottest in the game right now. Um, he's definitely the voice of Atlanta and places down south like that. And the second point that you were bringing up was about him kind of building his own character. 
And I definitely see that because when I first listened to his music a couple years back, I was like, I hate this guy's voice. Like, it's so different. Like, he's got this weird voice that nobody else has. And then I kind of just, it just grew on me and I like him. And it's interesting because I like him in a way that I don't like anybody else. And I feel like I have that same sense about um, A Boogie. I have that same sense about Meek Mill. Those are like three guys that just kind of like in their own way, like I'm kind of like attached to their music. So I think that's definitely, he definitely has the two things that you said covered. The whole thing about inertia and the whole thing about having your own brand. Do you see him having that own brand? I do see him having that own brand. I do think that him being attached to Gunna, like think about it this way, right? When you think of Ski Mask, who do you think of? Probably XXXTentacion. When you think of Smoke Perp, you think of Lil Pump. I feel like when people think of Lil Baby, they think of Gunna. For sure. So he should probably not separate himself from Gunna, but a lot of his, um, a lot lot of the beginning of his career, he was with Gunna, and that's only going to further associate just, I suppose what I'd call a character partnership juxtaposed to a individual music. Uh, I'm trying to think of like what's... No, what I, called, I know what you're yeah. saying. And I think a good example of something that they can do is, and I think they kind of will go down this direction soon, is what A Boogie and Don Q did. I don't know if you're familiar, but they... Um, yeah. They had a lot of music together, like a ton of music together at first, like made an album together. Um, Every single Don Q track that was on the top of his charts was a feature from A Boogie or him featuring like vice versa, whatever it was. And people just loved the idea of those two together, but they separated for a couple years. And now at the end of this year, they're expected to do another joint project. And it's been about two years or two and a half years since they've made like a real song like together, just them two. And now instead of people being like, oh, this is just another track from them, they're extremely excited to hear that because it's kind of like a throwback now. And it's kind of like a yeah. like a vintage piece to have those two together on a track. I think if Little Baby and Gunna separated for like two or three years, never made a song together, or just held it in the vault for two or three years, and then say in 2022, they say, oh, Little Baby and Gunna on a track, November, whatever, people would go crazy over that track. Do you like that yeah. idea? You like I'm sorry, that? You like that idea? Oh, definitely, yeah. I mean, I feel like it the point I was getting at before and I just kinda like couldn't think, it would hurt both of their careers to be associated with one another for too long. Yeah. It's perfectly okay to be associated with somebody. But I feel like if you're associated with someone for too much for too long it could hurt in the long run on like a dependency level like almost like you guys need each other yeah i definitely agree with that um let's get into we got two more artists let's get into rod wave um rod wave florida rapper kind of kind of like a new style from him something that we haven't really seen anybody kind of like him um unless you could think of someone but i don't really know anybody like him um, he's blown up on the TikTok stage first, and then that kind of introduced him in, and he does make good music, so people obviously got attached. Would you buy or sell on him? Rod Wave, um, I would buy, but with skepticism.
narcissism because he blew up on TikTok and he has yet to kind of deliver more, at least for me. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, the song initially I, I really liked, but I feel like if he doesn't capitalize on his, you know, him blowing up on TikTok, he will probably burn out kind of like the um, Mo Bamba incident. Yeah. Everyone thought, yeah, everyone thought he was going to keep making music and then what happened? Um, I would definitely go down this, I would go down the route of selling, even though I really do like his music a lot. I'm a big Rod Wave fan, but it was, it was deceiving for me to see his most recent project sound so similar to his other project that he came out with last year. And it wasn't even repetitive on a baby level. It was more repetitive. It was kind of like the most repetitive that I've ever seen with an artist. There were songs that you could literally kind of just sing the, the lyrics to a different song over the other song so i think it's something that people can get sick of really quickly and in the the difference between the rap game and tiktok the reason why you don't want to be known for tiktok is because waves come and go on tiktok so fast i don't know if you have one but you'll hear a song from three weeks ago and someone will bring that back up and it'll be like, that's kind of like a throwback now. Because on TikTok, the wave is just so fast. Like, you're in and you're out. There's no such thing as, like, a sustainable song or a sustainable top person on TikTok. Whereas in rap, there's people who have sat at the top of the game for 10 years. So you don't want to be stuck in that stigma of a TikTok guy. And you don't want to end in a kind of like a way that Fetty Wap did. Or like you brought up that... You just kind of make that one song like Mo Bamba and then you get out. I think he's made a couple of good songs, but it's a similar type of thing. Um, Let's get into the last artist, um, YBN Corday. He hasn't come out with anything in a good amount of time, but it hasn't been that long. Um, He was kind of associated with YBN Namir for a while, kind of broke away from that. Has a lot of fans in the rap industry as well. What would you take on him? Um, YBN Corday, honestly probably my favorite out of this entire list because he you know got found out from uh namir and almighty j on xbox and he managed to outwrap them both yeah <laughs> so i feel like he is pro- you know like the dreamville type lyrical rapper definitely but he has the ability to put soul into it and the ability to put his own kind of spin of life into it and that voice kind of too i think his voice is a little bit different definitely yeah he has a really good vocal delivery that kind of uh catches you off guard and the kid's like 19 he's my age yeah he's like 19 20 i have nothing but high hopes for him and i definitely think that he's going to uh succeed so i have my all my bets are in for him yeah, I would definitely say the same, and I think this is one of the this is definitely one of the safest bets. I would say him and Travis Scott are probably the two safest bets to buy on this list, and uh, Little Baby as well. I think the three of them, but especially Corday, is just so definite to go up from here because I've never heard of somebody who's genuinely given his music a good listen that doesn't at least come away with something to take from it or something that they really like about him as a person. And just to be so mature outside of rap even, even though he's such a good rapper, to be so mature outside of all that and to have the type of ability to be an ambassador and to carry in a new wave of music when it's his time to do that. um, I think he has 
kind of like that um that presence almost like a Kanye type of presence where he yeah, even though he's so young it's just like I could see him carrying an entire generation of music whereas a lot of these guys just make new music and they're good but they don't have that charisma and stuff that he has you could tell when he talks to people he lights up the room and it goes beyond music and I think his lyrics hit home for a lot of people and I think as life gets harder for a lot of people he's somebody to turn to both personally and in his music too so I think he's that type of artist that could really I always say we're gonna turn music around and I think people are gonna start making good music again I could definitely see him being one of those people that carry that wave of music and he could definitely carry the rap game for a long time I definitely agree I think he's gonna be pretty much a pioneer of the new rap age whenever that winds up coming around but I, I think that by the time he's, say, 30, 35, he's going to be pretty much Kanye status. Or maybe that's too young, but the, he will grow up to be another J. Cole or another Kendrick. Yeah, I could, def- I could definitely see that happening. He's one of those guys that um, if somebody said, like, it, if somebody told me in 10 years, 15 years, he's going to be the greatest or something like that, I would definitely believe it. He just has that... Um, like status yeah just that like status to him like that's how he yeah all right man i really appreciate the call in bro this was a great podcast man thank you man no problem all right guys that was uh mario nicoletto uh great friend of mine he's a great friend of the show you'll probably get a lot more of him to come go make sure you check out his uh instagram and things like that um for the podcast, make sure you guys, if you're coming from SoundCloud or you're coming from the podcast app, go follow us on Instagram. That's when you get all the updates of all the times that we post and things like that. 30-minute combo on Instagram. Um, get the merch. We just dropped new merch yesterday, May 1st. Buy a t-shirt for $15. Bucks. Um, if you want to put your name on one and not literally on the shirt, but just kind of like have one. For after quarantine, just let me know, and I'll put one on hold for anybody. So just DM me. There's no special process to go through. Um, Thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you on the next one.